0: It's me, Daniela Felix, and welcome to the 12th episode of the High Feels podcast. I am here with our wonderful co-host, Ned. Hi, everyone. And today we are interviewing Raina Verdine. She is an inspiring professional model, filmmaker, and actress. She hopes to start her own production company and inspire future generations in the industry. We are looking forward to having her here at the studio today. I feel like this episode will be very inspiring, so let's jump straight to it. Did you guys know that Reina means queen in Spanish? So welcome <laughs> to the Highfields Podcast, Queen. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, before jumping into your royal journey in the fashion and film world, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe your background
1: and your inspiration? My gosh, where do I even begin with this? (laughs) So I grew up in Long Beach, California to a single mom. I am an only child. I was introduced to the arts when I was about four or five years old through my church, getting started into choir, acting, dance, and writing. And then I kind of expanded more into it growing up, going through so many different productions, like at school, through my church, and even doing stuff independently with friends. And then I was introduced to modeling kind of late. Well, I think it was like a teenager or something, maybe around 16 or 17. I always had family and friends tell me, you know, like, you'll be such an amazing model. Like, you just have the high, you have the beauty. And plus, they always said, the, you know, the camera loves you so much. And it's like, OK, OK, you know what? <laughs> I think i might going to have to take that chance since you guys are hyping me up so much. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much all about me. Yeah,
2: That's how it starts. It's good your friends and family encourage you Yeah, to start modeling. <laughs> because, you know, that's how it starts for me many, many successful people. True, very true. I was reading Kevin Hart's book and he worked at a retail store. Mm-hmm. He was selling shoes. Oh, wow. And then his colleague said, you are very funny. You should start <laughs> going to comedy clubs and host your shows. And then that's how he started. So it's good you started your modeling career, the encouragement from people around you, Reina.
1: Yeah, it's really, it was really amazing. I really love the support of my family and friends. And it's like, you know, that's really something everyone needs. Like the whole support of, like, of you know, course. just have like that system, yeah.
2: Uh, so what age you were around?
1: Um, I was about 16, 17. That's really much when I kind of started slowly getting into it. First, it was really just like taking pictures. I would just ask my mom whenever we see a mural or something, I would say, hey, mom, can you take a picture of me just like right here? And she's just like, okay. She would just take so many pictures and then I would scroll through it on her phone and pick out the ones that I like the best. And I would even edit it myself on the phone, like just crop it, put a filter or just like, you know, just clear it up just to make it look good. And then it's just, boop, there it is on Instagram. You did, you,
2: did you improvise the poses or... Like, did you get inspired by some influencers or did you watch some YouTube videos?
1: Oh, wow. Um, I really got inspired watching America's Next Top Model. That was my number one thing. I used to watch it all the time when it came on the CW. And every time I watched it, my mom would even give me notes. You see how, like, they're doing their facial work. You see how, like, they're walking. You see, like, this pose, like, all these different things. And even sometimes I would go in my room and just practice it by myself or even look in the mirror and just say, "Okay, let me see if I can do this move. Can I do this pose? And the biggest thing was always, like, the facial structure and, like, how, like, they just look so Serious, but you know, it was like fierce, like how Tyra would say, like just bring like that fierce, that fire to the table, like just oh, yeah. show us
2: that confidence. Yes, yeah. it's not always easy to make that facial expression.
1: Yeah, it, it's, it's not easy at all. It's almost like you have to like train your face, it's almost like a workout for your face. Yeah, and it's definitely. like you have like the whole time just feeling like, oh my god, like my cheeks are so sore. And it's just like,
0: <laughs> ah. So, you've been in the fashion industry for quite some time already. Do you think there's any pros and cons for starting out at an early age like you did? You can talk. About about pros and cons with your career, with your mental health,
1: and other aspects it might have brought. Oh, um, I would say probably my biggest con was self-doubt. That was like one of my biggest ones because growing up, I'll admit I was bullied a lot as a kid. So it was, you know, like it did bring my confidence down a lot. So it was really, really hard to, you know, like regain that confidence. So another thing that pretty much, you know, I was taught and trained, you know, like don't let, you know, people see like weakness and stuff, you know, like always hide it and stuff. But, you know, really just like that self-doubt, just seeing like, you know, other girls that are in the industry, whether they have more experience, like they're taller than me or they have a certain look that I have. They have like the training, the resources and stuff. And uh, that was like the biggest, biggest one for me. Cause it's like, okay, I'm just like, you know, I kind of felt like a small town girl from like Long Beach, just like, you know, jumping into the deep end. But, you know, I just took that leave and I just said, you know what, I don't really need, you know, like to, you know, really just, you know, have like this doubt and, you know, like just all this negative energy. It's like, you know, what? let me just go for it. And literally once I did that with no experience, no training, and it's just instantly, it was like, wow, I can really see myself doing this. This is a lot of fun. And it just, I just enjoy it a lot so much. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad you came to that realization
0: because I feel like many people don't realize that at the end of the day, you're only here for yourself. You're not here for other people's approval, for other people to like you. You're here to do what you want to do. It makes you happy.
1: It is. And one thing I love about modeling, I know a lot of people look for it just like, you know, for the beauty and all that stuff, but it's like, no, it's kind of more of like the confidence and really like, you know, showing who you are and just seeing, you know, a lot of women, you know, from like different backgrounds and cultures. It's like, I love seeing how, you know, a lot of women, you know, like they're not afraid to be themselves and you know, just seeing that, especially, you know, like aside from like the clothes and their facial expression, just seeing just them. And it's like, wow, this is really amazing, you know, it inspires young women to, you know, just be themselves. Don't worry about what society thinks, what the camera is saying, or like what everyone else on set is saying, you know, just be you, just be creative, goofy, silly, whatever you want to be. As long as you're you, that's all that matters.
2: Exactly, well said. We are all unique in our own ways. Exactly. And you said something else also very important. Just go for it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just go (laughs) for it. Like if it's just a hunt or even just like, you know that gut feeling really just go for it because life is too short so you got to just take that take that leap
2: exactly and also you know you don't go for it like after 30 years 40 years whatever you may (laughs) really regret it
1: yeah and that's something I told myself I said no I don't want to wait you know like a certain age or something just to you know jump into it I've even heard this from this was like years ago I don't remember if Kim Kardashian said it like in an interview they're saying you know like you're too old like there's like a certain age or something to like get into the industry or something like I think like 25 or something and I'm 25 now and it's like no I'm just a getting started. Like this is like the starting age to like really get into it. I know a lot of women would think, you know, you have to start at like 15 or 16, like super, super young, you know, like when you're innocent and then just like walk right into it. But it's like, no, like, you know, there's a lot of models out there that are like in their thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, even like 80s that They're still like taking over the fashion world. And it's it's amazing. And I love true, seeing true. that.
2: There is a lady who became an influencer at her sixties. Mm, yeah. With colorful hair and everything. Oh, like, I love her. I know she, what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I forgot her name, but yeah, there is no certain age to start it. There,
1: there isn't. I mean, there it's wasn't. the same
2: for every industry, you know, like Jeff Bezos started Amazon when he was 41.
1: hmm Yeah. And honestly, <laughs> so, just like they say, you know, age is just a number. So like, don't, don't let that, you know, close your mind. Like seriously, go for it.
2: Exactly. And you no, know, there are almost 20 types of modeling. Mm-hmm and there is a type of modeling for everyone that yes, suits that yes, well. there is. so and there is maybe for certain modeling types maybe productions are casting younger people mm-hmm. but there are different types that are well suited for your age, for your body shape. Oh yeah, everything. Is. So, And uh, let's dive a little deeper in this topic of self-doubt and getting bullied. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned that. Did these things happen mostly in the high school, you said?
1: Yeah, I did. Um, pretty much in elementary school until middle school. Okay. I was picked on a lot because I was always the tall girl. I had just a single ponytail. I had glasses and I was like the smartest girl in the class. And, you know, there was always a lot of other girls that had like their ears pierced. They were like light skinned. They... They're cheerleading. You know, they had pretty much were doing all the stuff that I wasn't doing. And a lot of, you know, other kids, like, you know, they liked all that kind of stuff. And I think another thing, since I wasn't really, you know, raised in the same city as them, because I went to school in Carson and of course I came from Long Beach. And so they kind of thought, you know, I was like an outsider or a little bit whitewashed too, because like how I was raised to like, you know, talk like I was, you know, taught to have manners and, you know, respect people. So, you know, that came along with everything that I am. So, and, you know, they just, you know, they really like took that like so hard that they just thought like, oh, you know, like you're not, you're not like black enough you're not like you know this kind of person like you'll never fit in like just stuff like that and it really it really did bring me down
2: but that's so sad to hear and for our listeners who are not aware of these cities can you tell us a little bit about Carlson and a little bit about Long Beach demographics (laughs) those
1: are my two home cities I grew up in Long Beach California literally two streets away from the beach I literally could walk down to the beach and it was I was home and I have a lot of family that still lives there now and just growing up there something about that city it just made me feel really just at home, like aside from like the beach, but like the city, the vibe, the people, you know, A lot of times we will always see, me and my mom, we will see like movie companies filming on our streets or even just like towards downtown. And then sometimes we'll try to see if we can get a glimpse of whoever the actor is or what they're filming. And we would just get creative with it. And I love Long Beach so much. And aside from Carson, I grew up in Carson. I mostly went to school out there and I have some family out there too, my grandparents. And Carson, it was really more just like, it's like a family city. And the school I went to was um, Ambler Elementary. It was, it's a little elementary school that's literally hidden in a neighborhood. and when I went there, I really did feel like an outsider because I first went to a preschool like outside of the school because there is a preschool and a kindergarten there, too, as well. So then after I transferred and graduated from there, I went to Ambler and it was close to my mom's job. So she really wanted me close. But something about Carson, you know, like it really just had like another home feeling to me that, you know, I could feel comfortable there. I can just be myself, even though like it is a predominantly like all black area. But, you know, there was like I don't really I can really put this into words because it's like, you know, growing up there, looking back at it, it's like, you know. They really just accepted it for me, no matter, you know, who my family was, how I was raised, my mannerism, how I looked, dressed, talked, anything. They just accepted me for me. And that's why I love, love Carson and Long Beach so much. Because, you know, they're both accepting cities and, you know, it's just, it's just warm and it's, I just love those cities very much.
2: Before we move on, one last question about this topic. What would you recommend to our listeners who are getting bullied right now? We have a lot of teenager listeners.
1: Oh, wow. I would really tell them, you know, don't let those words get to you at all because, you know, it would just mess up your whole mentality, your mindset, and just put you in a dark place that you really, really don't want to go to. All you can really do is just, you know, take that criticism and just keep going. Because you know what? Criticism and words is really just critters are just like crawling all over you. And honestly, you can really just brush them off, step on it, and just keep going. So really, I would tell all the listeners, you know, just ignore it and just keep doing you because that's all you can do, boo. That's really all you can do. Just keep doing you. That's
2: well said, Rena. Thank you.
1: That's very well said. Yeah,
0: I feel like a lot of judgment comes from not being understanding. Yeah. Um, if someone judges you a lot it's because they are not capable of understanding yeah. your perspective on everything mm-hmm. but that's great that you moved and strived <laughs> forward That's thank you so much awesome. <laughs> I really hope that our listeners can get inspired by that because I Aww. feel like that's one of the biggest hardest things in the fashion industry when you're trying it to is. get into it you just feel like everything's tearing you down oh so. yeah <laughs> well on the other hand I was taking a look at your personal website that I found on your Instagram bio I will attach the link to the episode notes, and on there it seemed like you had a huge variety of experience from (laughs) modeling to film and content creation all the way to dancing and singing (laughs) that is very impressive to me what would you say which passion is your greatest and how do you balance so much while doing school and being a daughter a friend everything because that's
1: a lot it it is (laughs) is. Uh, one thing about me I'll say I like to keep busy and just doing all that stuff this will actually go back to when I was introduced to the arts at four. So I usually went to like rehearsal practice, like Tuesdays and Saturdays at my church. That was man, like, honestly, there was times I did not even want to go there at all because it's like, I know I'm just going to be there for six to plus, like eight plus hours, just oh, practicing wow. and rehearsing. Cause we did a lot of different like productions and ministries. Like it would just be like full length productions, choir rehearsal, dance practice, writer's workshop, like a whole bunch of different oh, things. Wow. And, <laughs> you know, like honestly, just going like through the whole, whole hour, Hours of it was like, oh my God, I really, really hated this. But the positive thing about it, it was really therapeutic for me because me and my mom, we had a very tough situation with my dad. He was in and out of my life and he was abusive to us like mentally, verbally. And I don't wanna say, well, sometimes he was a little bit physically, but that was like our escape. And anytime I got into, you know, doing productions and stuff, whether it's on stage, acting, singing, or dancing, I just took whatever I was feeling and I just put it all out there. And it's just, I can finally just breathe. It just felt like a huge weight off my shoulder. And especially when I was singing because I was trained by my godmother who is the head of the whole production um, children's arts academy that's what it's called and she trained me from the ground up how to like find like my voice and really just to build it up and every time when we practice rehearsing singing and whatever emotion I was feeling from like I know what happened recently like with my dad and stuff I just felt it and I just put it all in my voice and every time she like heard me see she would just start clapping and it was just wow I did not even know like you had like that deep in you I mean she probably probably knew that, but she just didn't know it was going to be, you know, like on that level or something, but you know, just doing all these multiple different things. And, you know, it added onto my resume and my portfolio, how I would say, cause it's like, you know, I want to just spam myself, not just stay on one topic. And this is something my, my auntie she would tell me, she would say, you know, like, don't just learn this, you master this. And that's exactly what I do. So it's like, you know what, every single day I learn a new thing. It's like, okay, not only am I going to learn this, I want to learn how to master this because you know what, at the end of the day, you know what, you can, learn so many different things every single day but when it's like this one thing that you're so passionate and so you know creative about it's like you know what I want to master this and you know like take this knowledge and give it somebody else in need because the world it's, it's a tough industry like how you said like with the modeling industry and even the film industry too it's very competitive and it's very very hard that it's like you know what we need to master this and I want to give that resource to you know people that didn't get that chance because you know, not everyone's going to come out like with handles to say like oh here you go like here's a chance for you to do like oh here here's an opportunity for you it's like no like look it's coming me I know what we can do I can give you the resources the tips the training everything like I got you and you don't have to worry about what the industry is going to say or how like they're going to criticize you or anything it's like look I'm just going to talk to you as a real person and just let you know real talk this is what we got to do this is how we're going to do it and at the end of the day you're going to get to where you want to be that's so
2: nice of you yeah
1: that's perfectly said
2: I am looking at your website right now your portfolio first (laughs) of all the brown background is good because brown is like a natural color thank you and doesn't bother us So people can spend long time on your website without getting irritated or anything.
1: Yeah, I think I've probably like edited that website like multiple different times, like changing the color, trying to find like, you know, like that warm feeling. At first it was black, but then it's like, you know what, that kind of like just like drown people out almost like maybe like want to just sink into it. Just feels like, okay, it's not really going to really catch our attention. And then, you know, I started looking at different stuff, especially really, I would say this for anyone, look at TikTok and stuff for Canva. That's like the best resource ever because I always find a lot of different stuff for like like fonts graphic designs a whole bunch of different stuff on there and that's pretty much what ha- what helped me to build this website and especially like you know doing research and saying you know what's like that warm color that will keep people's attention and you know that won't make them feel like okay like it doesn't seem that interested. click let's look yeah. at something else yeah, they
2: will want to stay on the website yeah yeah and, uh, so did you
1: design that all by yourself yes oh, i did wow. <laughs> i would have thought
0: you hired someone <laughs> on oh, <not. laughs> it looks really professional really clean thank you thank you it's really easy to navigate i feel like a lot of people kind of get too caught up on putting too many things yeah
1: it gets kind of hard to navigate but yours is perfect i'll I'll say i was one of those people because it's like you know i want to put all this stuff like on this website but it's like okay but you know what i gotta level it out because you know it would just seem weird just you know just sort like all the heavy stuff in you know one at like one at a time so you know just just steady it out and just put everything one by one but constantly update it because you know if you stay behind for any model like you know if you just did a photo shoot or something like make sure to update your stuff like constantly because you know, if you just did a photo shoot and you just told a whole bunch of people, obviously they're going to want to see the photos. So right after the photos come out, like immediately, I like put those on your Instagram or your portfolio, put them in a book, like whatever, like constantly update your stuff because you know, that adds onto your experience. Like definitely, definitely take that note.
2: Yeah, see, really good structure is, so I'll tell our listeners about how the website is designed. So this is one page, one landing page. And at the top, there is her name and the types of modeling she's doing, fashion, editorial, runway and there's one paragraph of introduction and then her measurements which is a really good idea to put at the top and then her portfolio which are photos uh, from fashion weeks and then videos and at the bottom there are more photos and her rates and then contact information. It's just very natural to visit and easy navigation you just scroll down and find out everything about you. Yeah. Well done. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you Um, so much. One little technical question so I I see that it's on Canva. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lots of folks we talk with they use wix or wordpress Mm -hmm. so why canva and is it easier what's your experience with it
1: it is very easy i was introduced to canva by my mom she introduced me to all this stuff because she used to make posters and stuff for the children's arts academy for whenever they had events productions and so she just told me have you ever heard of canva and i said no i haven't what is it next you know i get an email just said like instant access to a canva account i said okay let me see through Mm -hmm. this and i didn't know this was so many different things you can make from videos websites postcards business cards a whole bunch of different things and it's like this is really resourceful like this is something I didn't even know existed at all so really shout out to the creator of Canva because like you're really helping a whole bunch of people with this shout out to you
2: it's actually a young couple in their early 30s oh my gosh.
1: And now they
2: are billionaires wow so it really took off Canva is doing well and we will include that in the episode notes if you guys want to create your own website on Canva
1: thank you to the Canva couple thank you <laughs> yes. thank you so much
0: shout out, <laughs> so let's talk Talk about your current projects on your Instagram. There are two other Instagram handles in your bio. One is at Ladies First Network and then the other one is Rain Over Why don't you tell us a little bit about
1: those and the different separation you have between the two? Accounts? Of course, of course. So Ladies First Network is actually my small business that I have right now. It Ooh. is independent. It's freelance right now. It's a female network pretty much just bringing a whole bunch of different talented, creative women all together we do like networking, business community, mentorships, productions. That's like the whole expansion of it. Just bringing a whole bunch of women together, you know, just to create network with other women that have different or similar interests in the fields that they want to get into. So pretty much like how I said, being like, you know, the resource for other women, this is pretty much what it is. Like my resource just to connect women from different backgrounds, whether it's the modeling, filming, healthcare, even um, family care, like a whole bunch of different stuff. And just say, you know what? I know this one person that is, you know, in this field, Pacific and, you know, I can show them like all your information and send them all to you. And then you guys can touch bases, get together and, you know, just see what happens. So that's all that Ladies First Network is about. And the plan is to still expand more into it, you know, make it into an agency, make it into like a bigger production company where we not only just focus on, you know, like photography and modeling, but also like filmmaking, even doing podcasts and stuff too, <laughs> and music videos, a whole bunch of stuff where it's really for women by women. Cause, you know, this industry really, it's really hard on women. I noticed that too. So I just wanted to build a safe space where women could just come together and just say, you know what? I have this idea. Let me know what you think of it. And, you know, we can all review it and say, you know what? This is actually a project that you think is worth pursuing. Let's definitely, you know, take this chance, like leap on it. And, you know, we'll provide like the tools, like the production team, the crew, set, everything, like whatever we need to do to help you get this project off the ground. That's what we will do for you. And that's what I want to do because seeing women succeed in their field and stuff, it's amazing to me. And I love seeing women, you know, achieve their goals and their dreams. And it's just, it's a beautiful thing. So that's what Ladies First Network is about.
2: When did it start?
1: So I did have a release date. I actually launched my business on April 15th. So I I hosted a little brunch. Um, I brought a whole bunch of ladies that I went to school with, someone that are my friends, family. And I just said, you know what? This is like a small introduction of what Ladies First is. Like there's so much more to come, but this is what we do. You know, we'll come together to do like a brunch, lunch, dinner, breakfast, like whatever you ladies want to do, like we'll come together like we'll talk about life, business, like whatever it is, like this is like a safe space for us to just be just be women. And that's like the best part of it. And I had a few ladies that came out. So shout out to you ladies if you are listening to this. (laughs) And, you know, they just enjoyed it so much. And, you know, I told them, you know, just real talk. This is like a safe space for us to just be us because, you know, like the world is obviously going to like try to like pull us down and just say, you know, like, oh, like, you know, the woman is supposed to stay home and like do this and do that. But it's like, no, like we're taking this. chance to do the stuff that we want to do we want to like have our production done we want to have our name like on the billboard we want to be you know that one resource of like a healthcare worker that'll say you know what i know exactly what you need i'll get you onto this like whatever you need that's what we are and what we
2: are here to do for you as a woman so i love this idea yeah uh, and I, I you'll achieve all those goals mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. your intent is
0: really good thank you so much and i feel like that's the biggest thing is if yeah you, if you have good intentions and good yeah. will come definitely and people can definitely see straight through that you know oh yeah if someone's like a little sketchy and doesn't have the best intention oh yeah it's all Right away but yeah. you're so pure and your intentions yeah. are so oh yeah. thank and you
2: easy to trust you, <laughs> to trust you. Uh, and there's a need for something like this too like especially a lot of women entrepreneurs they don't know where to start
1: yeah they
2: don't know all those you know production stuff so it's good that you know you started this you are trying to help them definitely bringing them together some uh, throwing some events Yes, definitely. Which is a good segue to our next question.
0: Well, looking at the Ladies First Network page and everything, I noticed that you're hosting your first event or one of your first events next Saturday, a mimosa and mixer. Yes, yes. (laughs) What are like your main goals for this event and what do you hope to come
1: out of it? Oh, this event is really just like a summer party just for the ladies to say, you know what? This is like, it's a hot girl summer. So, you know, like we need to have (laughs) some fun. And what what girl doesn't love a mimosa? Seriously, (laughs) what girl does not love a mimosa? So we're going to be hosting a mixer mimosa next Saturday at Huntington Beach. It's going to be like a bonfire where we all do mix, like we're all going to have some mimosas and obviously water too because you guys have to drink responsibly (laughs) we're trying to be safe. (laughs) So we're going to do that and really just bring a whole bunch of women together and just have some fun and at the same time it is a networking event too because it's a lot of different women coming to this event just to, you know, have fun but also meet new people. So that's what the mixer is and also the day before that we are going to have a women's conference too. It's going to be a virtual conference that I pretty much got this inspiration from a book. It was called the most powerful woman in the room is you. And after reading this, I got this book right out of college. And I just said, you know what, I need to find this good resource of, you know, how to, you know, really hold my presence in the room, especially like as a businesswoman, as a model and as an artist. So when I found this book, there was this method that the writer did. Her name is Lydia. I think it's Bennett. I don't know how to pronounce it, but definitely check out the book. And she had this strike method in the book that she used as an auctioner. And I just thought, you know, know, I need something like that, too. You know, something that will hold people's attention, especially that will take me seriously as a model, as an artist, as a businesswoman, too. So using the strike method, it would help me with the resources and tools that I need to hold the audience attention. So this conference is pretty much based off that. And us as women creating our own strike method, like how are we going to use this to hold people's attention, whether it's a conference, an arena, even on an Instagram live feed, like all that kind of stuff. So really, the whole conference is based on that, like building our own strike method that we can use so that's a
2: good strategy yeah (laughs) i mean could be useful in many many uh, events
1: very i I can
2: use it as well in in our production so the name of the book is the most powerful woman in the room is you yes command an audience and sell your way to success written by Lida Fennet yes l-y-d-i-a-f-e-n-e-t Lida Fennet all right, let's move to your modeling career, Reina. You've done a lot of runway shows. I think uh, three of them? LA? Yes,
1: three. I've done three.
2: Uh, all in LA?
1: All in LA. All in
2: LA. In, during LA Fashion Weeks. Mm-hmm. What I understand is you want to continue modeling. You want to do yes. more runway modeling. What is coming up? What is next in your modeling career?
1: So in two weeks, actually, I'll be doing Swim Week with a company called Lady MV. I love, love working with Lady MV. They're one of my shows that I did for LA Fashion Week. It's a whole... Um, female company which is run by women which is why I love them because like okay this is inspiration of what I want to do so I'll be doing swim week with them and then in September on the 30th I will be doing LA fashion week festival gonna be doing that and oh man I really want to go to New York that's like my biggest one definitely do like New York fashion week that's like where the biggest ones is from what I'm told (laughs) so definitely do that and
2: New York fashion week in September right well
1: this one's gonna be in LA not um New York I don't know when the one in New York is is but I know they're doing both New York and LA
2: I think LA Fashion Week is in October New York is in September different productions mm-hmm. and it's not just one week it's like the entire month yeah so yeah. <laughs> sounds good can you give us a little tips about runway modeling it's not your first time but mm-hmm. remembering the, your first time oh. how do you recommend beginner models
1: <laughs> my first time I would say I was so scared out of my mind I really thought I was doing something ridiculous <laughs> because like you what the heck are you doing you're really just gonna go out there and just do the runway like what <laughs> I was so nervous and a couple of nights before the show date actually happened my mom and some of her friends they came over to help me get ready because I told them like I am so scared like I am panicking like just shaking just out of my mind and they're just like Reyna we just want you to breathe just take a moment and this is what I want you to do create this character and this is something that I've been taking with me ever since theater actually because you know as an actress you know once you get like the character that you're casted for you have to become this character so I took that method and just use it into modeling you know just create this alter ego just say so, you know like what's the characteristic traits like who is she is she fierce is she like this this confident woman like you know she just doesn't take like no crap from anybody she's just like she's just dominant i just took so many different personalities to say, okay i want this i want that i want this personality and then my mom was like okay be that and then literally once I just thought that whole like mindset like personality everything it just activated in my mind and then once it happened it was like I wasn't even myself I was just this character that I created and once I was just out on the runway I didn't even care about people around me like the cameras on me I just did it so it was like oh my gosh what just happened
2: <laughs> that's a good perspective uh, I never heard it before actually mm-hmm. but it's good that you know acting helps yes in modeling it does around you know, runway modeling
1: helps a lot into
2: that character yeah i always see it when i'm on runway i always see like it's just another practice
1: yeah it is it it's, is it's
2: literally another practice the differences there are more people around you and mm-hmm. there are cameras
1: yeah there is and
2: something <laughs> a little difference
1: a little, <laughs> little, <laughs> a, a little a little yeah <laughs> i'll say uh, another thing like with runway modeling there's always another method like don't look at your feet because you know like obviously a lot of models like and some girls will even wonder, like, okay, am I like walking a certain way? Because there's a certain way you do have to walk on the runway. It's almost like, like a crisscross kind of walk a little bit versus like, you know, just like a regular person walking. There's like this, this stride you have to have almost like pretty much just striding, you know, just gliding, like just act like this is your world, like just relax just just show us like your confidence like you know still strive at the same time like be like that boss that you are
2: <laughs> so bring your personality to the stage if, if you have a bossy personality oh yeah confident bossy that, yes. that will help a lot
1: yes but it if will. you don't have
2: that much confidence in real world then you need some strategy
1: yeah definitely <laughs> so i would just tell any model like you know if you like really don't feel like you have that confidence honestly you do you just gotta tap into it because you know everybody we all have our sense of confidence, like who we are like as a person, you know, like we don't just wake up every day just saying like, oh, I'm just going to like go to work, do what I got to do around the house or whatever. It's like, no, like obviously you have that confidence deep, deep inside of you. You just gotta, you know, know how to activate it, know how to work it. And you know, like once like you tap into it, it's like a whole game changer and like everything changes. And it just like, just boosts you up as a person. Well said. Well, Queen Raina, it was (laughs) very delightful
0: talking to you today thank you so much for having me of course you're such a motivated and positive person i'm sure you will help so many people in your future Aww, the energy you. you have and you brought to this room today <laughs> is just so good and i feel like we definitely need more
1: Raina's in the <laughs> industry for sure so i'm a big fan of what you're doing and um, i can't wait to see your work thank you so so much this was really really excited for me to be here with you guys and thank you so much for having me this this really really made my day so thank you so much you guys yeah
0: thank you And I'm sure a lot of our listeners will probably have some questions and want to reach out to you.
1: What's the best way that they can reach out and contact you? So you guys can reach me on Instagram. It's going to be at It's Just Reina. Um, three underscores remember the three underscores <laughs> so once again it's just Reina three underscores okay
0: guys so if you want to reach out to Reina again uh, it's just Reina with three underscores
2: <laughs> it was fun talking with you Reina thanks for being here thank and you so I'm, much I'm looking forward to your fashion shows also to events you organize with uh, Ladies First Network even though no males
1: <laughs> I will be watching
2: from outside having a margarita just cheering with you guys thank
1: you <laughs>
0: I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We will continue to have knowledge-packed conversations with models, influencers, fashion designers, modeling agencies, and fashion enthusiasts from different backgrounds in the upcoming episodes. If you would like to join us in the show, or if you want to share any questions or comments, please contact us at fashionrepublicmagazine.com. If you are new to the show, please take a moment to subscribe so that you don't miss out on any fashion opportunities. If you are a longtime listener, please do us a favor and let your friends know about the show thank you so much again for listening to this episode of the high fields podcast and we will be looking forward to seeing you in the next one